This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Orioles and athletics. More on Kendall Graven in just a little bit. For now, we'll take it to the bottom of the fourth. Jeremy Hellickson facing Ryan Healy. Marcus, a big lead, and the pitch queued up the first baseline. It's past <laughs> Davis. It rolls into right field. <laughs> Simeon has scored. Healy on his way to second. Over to third base is Chris Davis, and the A's are on the board. They trail a 2-1 to one as Ryan just pushes one inside the first baseline past Chris Davis, and he gets his 64th RBI of the year. One, two pitches, drilled down the left field line, and that baby's gone, and that's a three-run homer for Matt Chapman. Nice way to receive, receive that pitch. Swing and a miss. Scope strikes out, and that's nine in a row retired by Kendall Graveman. Strike three called. A fastball on the inside corner. What a pitch by Graveman. Joseph has singled and struck out, and that one right on the outside corner. Graveman gets that call again. The big blow, the Matt Chapman home run, as the pitch is driven by Joyce in a deep right center field, and that's up, over, and out. It just escaped over the second deck. Between the 362 and 388 sides. Home run number 16 for Matt Joyce. Left on left. And the A's have upped the advantage to 8-2. Bob Melvin and the Athletics come out way on top against the Orioles on Sunday as they win 9-3. Here's Melvin on the victory. Early on, you're thinking the way things have been going, you can't help but think, you know, do we have to get somebody up here pretty soon? I mean, what was it, six or seven hits real early? You know, got some double plays, and then after that was like we're we're used to seeing him, and maybe it was just settling in and getting a couple games under his belt after a long period of time off. But you know, all of a sudden the ball started was a little more at the knee. It had more movement. He pitched in just enough to keep him off away. They were really sitting away f- with us all series, um, and made some adjustments. He and Maxie along the way, so it was good to see. And and when you when you're going through a period like that, those are the type of guys you expect to do that for you. To also get the offense to put the five runs up in the fourth. How big was that for Kendall to be able to take that momentum and keep it going later? Yeah, on? and then the shutdown inning, quick inning right after that, and that's what you need. You know the way things have been going for us. You know you put up a five spot. And now all of a sudden, if there's some base runners on, you feel like you lose your momentum a little bit. So he, he had a real quick inning after that and then just settled in and took that lead and, and that momentum and just kept, you know, pitched as well as we've seen him pitch. Could you talk a little bit about that line drive by Chapman and then the very next inning, you know, Beckham, uh, he makes a great play on him and uh, stops the Orioles there from coming back. Right. He, uh, we, he's going to make some plays and... You know, the home run was big for him because he's been trying to lay off some balls off to, off the corners, and they've been calling them. You know, whether or not some of them are strikes, some of them aren't. And, you know, then to put together a bat like that, which is at the time the key at bat of the game, which gives us a little distance and gives us a lead. And now, you know, there's a big difference between, you know, with three more runs like that at five to two. So that was a big at bat for him. And then um, defensively, 
you're going to be asking me about that a couple times a week about some of the plays he makes over there. Speaking of the defense, Olsen played that uh, ball, that little dribbler that um, Seth Smith hit real aggressively. Right. Turns it into a double play. With, what did you think of the way? Yeah, you, you don't that? want to assume anything nowadays with replay. You just go ahead and finish the play no matter what. And that's a heady play because, you know, usually guys pause. If the hitter doesn't go anywhere. You just assume that it, it hit him. So to, to get it and get it to second quickly – you know, and then get it to first a double play. At that point in time in the game, that's a big, big two outs for us. So, you know, not only has he swung the bat really well for us, and I don't even know what to say about the home run off Britain, and, uh, you know, for a lefty to do that. I mean, no one's hit a home run off him this year, let alone a lefty. Um, but, yes, defensively, offensively, this, this is why we, you know, make the type of moves we did so we get a chance to see him full time, and he is impressed right away. Also, not to continue with the Matt theme, but Matt Joyce also has a nice game for you guys yeah. and is able to add on. How important is it for him to be able to add on in those situations? Yeah, you know, Joyce is – you look at the overall numbers and, you know, the average maybe not. He's had a really good year for us after a real slow start to put up the type of numbers. I think, what is that, 16 homers for him or whatever now. He's had real solid contact off lefties where I don't just have to pinch hit for him. You know, I – Hit a home run like that, you know, defensively does a nice job for us. So, you know, when you can put put together bats like that off lefties, it allows you, especially in games that we have a lead, to keep our guys in the game because we have a short bench. So, he, you know, after the first, what, three, four weeks or so of the season, he's he's really been good for us and, and held down the leadoff spot very well. Bob, your, uh, your offense really was able to get things going the second time through the order against Telex. Right. Do you attribute that to just seeing him better, or was there an adjustment that they were making? You know what? He, he's, he's one of those guys that you kind of almost have to A or B. I mean, you know you're going to see some change-ups, and it's so, a soft pitch. The lefties, you know you're going to see some cutters in. So you almost have to pick a side or pick a speed, and I think we did that better with him the second time around and then you know, started to put a little pressure on him, get some guys on base, and now it's a little tougher to pitch when you're pitching out of the stretch like that. Matt Olson hits home run number seven and is now homered in his last three games. Here's what he had to say about the victory. Uh, it was nice to get it, get a couple barrels on the balls this weekend. Uh, you know, trying to get into a rhythm up here and, and uh, you know, playing every day. So the last time Zach Britton gave up a home run to a lefty was 2013, believe it or not. And I've talked the first couple games of this series how you were getting beat inside a little bit. And these last few home runs were on pitches off the plate inside. Is that something? An adjustment you were trying to make? Yeah, um, you know, obviously I, I uh, took into account the way they were trying to pound me inside, and uh, you know, maybe took my took my chances here and there to cheat to some pitches, and uh, you know, got inside that one right there. And Matt, when Yonder Alonso was traded and you were brought up, and what did the organization say to you as far as uh, you know how much you were going to be playing now that the first base spot was kind of open? <clears throat> uh, you know, they never never sat me down and, and really told me straight up, but. Uh, you know, I think there was a little bit of assumed that I'd be coming in, stepping into the honors role a little bit, maybe uh, platooning here and there with heels uh, as far as lefties, righties. And, uh, you know, that first base has always been a comfortable spot for me. And, and I know I've played a little bit of right field here, but uh, stepping back into that first base spot is, is comfortable. 
Matt, talk a little bit about Kendall Graveman. You know, he gives up a couple runs early, and then he kind of shut that Oriole offense down. What was the biggest difference you saw after the first couple innings? Well, I mean, you know, he, he was still making good pitches those first couple innings. Uh, just a, a couple things snowballed. Uh, Joycey diving for that ball. It just, you know, he took a chance on it, and, and a triple uh, coming out of that made it pretty easy for them to push one across. But, uh, you know, he just, when he's commanding this fastball and, and has that good run on it, uh, he's a really tough guy to beat. Monday, the Orioles are in Seattle to face the Mariners. Same day, the Athletics will be in Oakland to face the Royals.